listening to the 215 of Billy Sports Podcast. On SoundCloud, MixCloud, or subscribe on iTunes. For in-depth Philadelphia sports coverage. And here's your host, Josh Liddick. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the 215 Philadelphia Sports Podcast here. You're listening on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, or iTunes. A lot to get to tonight. A lot of good stuff to cover. And it's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while that I've been uh, that since I've done a broadcast here on the 215. Uh, really looking forward to getting to what I need to talk about um, on this episode. And really, today has all been about free agency and what the Eagles did today in free agency, what they needed to accomplish, what they needed to go out and do, uh, what players they needed to go out and get, uh, how were they going to be able to please their fans. You know, that that's really the, uh, as, as an Eagles fan, as, as most of you know, that's really what happens. We need to figure out how is our general manager of this team going to be able to please the fans, us, you, me, who, how are they going to do it? It's, it's impossible sometimes because we want, we expect greatness. We expect good things to happen on an everyday basis. Um, and, and when, you know, it doesn't go our way in, in any sport, it doesn't matter if it's the Eagles, the Phillies, uh, the, the Flyers or the Sixers, uh, we expect good things. We expect success. Um, and and so often, so more often than not, we, we get, you know, especially with the Eagles, we get a splash of, of hope, a splash of success, uh, of, of instant gratification. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in this, in this pit where we expect greatness but the the fact of the matter is it, it it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen sometimes. Two years ago in 2015, I was out a uh, I was on a spring break trip um, to a uh, a young life camp up in New York, and um, it was interesting because I went up there uh, and uh, right when we left, um, Chip Kelly made a deal. Uh, to go out and get Byron Maxwell, actually. Um, and then uh, a couple of days before that, he did the, the, the trade, uh, LaShawn McCoy, to Buffalo to get Kiko Alonso. And with those two moves there, getting Byron Maxwell from the Seahawks, I was I was pretty happy. I, I wasn't going to lie. The, the, this really seemed like it was going to be a good pan out was it going to be a good chance for the uh the birds to do something big um going into uh the, you know the off season going into the next season um i was really happy with what what happened there and then demarco murray happened and uh i got a demarco murray jersey and uh we were really thinking about maybe a super bowl coming up in our in our midst uh but uh like clockwork it didn't happen did not happen and uh, it was a typical Eagles offseason. Um, so uh, this year, I was expecting a splash. I think a lot of us were 
Um, I'm just going to dive into some of the deals that the Eagles made today. Uh, a couple of the deals that, you know, really are, are game changers in my mind of, of being kind of big ones. Um, really, the day started off um, last. Well, last night it was it's there's there were rumors that Kenny Britt was going to be an Eagle today. Um, the report saying that he was uh, going to sign uh, when the 4 p.m. free agency deadline uh, took place. Um, and uh, that was interesting. I, I wasn't really high on Kenny Britt coming to Philadelphia. I don't think uh, many people were. Um, you know, he's a 28-year-old wide receiver with uh, previous disciplinary problems, um, you, you know, with, with – uh, uh, getting suspended and 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 uh you know police issues um but from what i've heard he has t turned his life around and, and has uh maybe got himself in a situation where he could land on a team uh today after those reports they were said that he was going to go to philadelphia uh he finds himself in a position where he's going to cleveland and become a brown instead which really shocked the world in my mind it really did i think most of us thought that kenny Britt was going to become a philadelphia eagle and uh it didn't happen it did not happen so um you know the, the eagles needed this wide receiver they need a, an elusive wide receiver to help carson wentz uh have a weapon out there and uh kenny Britt, you know while i don't think that he would have been the guy uh, you gotta think that maybe he was a logical option uh, with the money that they had, um, and you know he had the hands, he has the speed, and I, I, maybe Carson Wentz would have worked well with uh, Kenny Britt, but instead that's not what we got. That's not what happened. So um, I'm looking forward to you know he goes to the Browns. Uh, the Browns had a really questionable day today. Uh, but are we surprised? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I would probably say no on that one. Um, Paul Petrucci and I on from under the lights, we, we joke that and the Browns, they never do anything right. And we always talk about the Browns on our show. They somehow find a way in our show every time because they're just so gosh darn awful. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, they, they, uh, they get Kenny Britt and, uh, you know, I'm a high on Britt, but. I think it worked out in the long run because now you look at it, the Eagles, they took a day where, you know, maybe they were going to be able to get Kenny Britt. Maybe they were going to go out and get a, uh, and, um, a Terrell Pryor. Um, you know, they, they get Torrey Smith, which was a pretty interesting deal. A guy that, you know, he's, he is a little, he, he is, uh, I believe 28, 29. Um, he's a fast guy. He has some pretty decent hands. Uh, but last year he only had 20 catches, which is a little concerning. Uh, didn't really have a good quarterback, obviously, with uh, the 49ers controversy going on there, Colin Kaepernick uh, and some other quarterbacks. So uh, that would have been interesting to see him there. But, uh, you know, Torrey Smith's going to be an interesting option for the Eagles uh, as a wide receiver. He's a pretty cheap one. Uh, only three years, and one of those years is guaranteed. The other two are team options. Uh, and a $15 million deal. So really, I mean, it's uh, in the grand scheme of things for Torrey Smith, it's a one-year $5 million deal, which uh, in, in the long run really doesn't hurt the Eagles. I mean, you, you got to look at it from that standpoint. 
you know, what did the Eagles have at wide receiver? They had a a, uh, a young Nelson Aguilar who really, in his two years in the league, has has pretty much proven to everyone involved in this Philadelphia Eagles scheme that that uh, he is not the guy for the job in any job. I don't, I don't think the guy could play wide receiver on any team. Uh, his hands are just really uh, uh, just gosh darn awful. Um, he uh, you know he. <laughs> He can't run routes the right way. He's just not the guy. Just isn't the guy. And it was a chip guy. We understand that a little. He was a Pac-12 guy. Uh, you know the, the 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 USC ties with the Oregon thing. Like that's that's what we had here with uh, um, with Nelson Aguilar. Um, Jordan Matthews, great wide receiver, solid guy, but not a number one or a number two. More of a maybe a three slot guy. Um, I think that's what they needed. So. Really, the, what the Eagles needed, they needed a guy with possession and, uh, and then a guy with speed. And I think in today alone, you get Torrey Smith, and then you get the big acquisition of the day, possibly one of the best wide receivers in the NFL when he's healthy, when he is not taking performance-enhancing drugs, uh, um, <laughs> which, uh, you know, when you put it like that, it's kind of concerning, kind of like disheartening. But, uh, you know, you get an Alshon Jeffrey. And, you know, Jeffrey was a guy uh, that I um, was hoping that the Eagles were going to make a push for. Uh, I knew that it was going to be a little costly. But at the end of the day, I, I think that the, the deal's going to pay off. I, I really hope it does. And I think for Alshon, uh, he saw what he had in Philadelphia compared to where, you know, in Chicago, obviously, with the quarterback issues, they just cut or they're in the process of cutting Jay Cutler. Uh, they, they, they're going to sign a big deal to Mike Glennon, who I don't really have a lot of faith in. Um, as a quarterback, I think he's more of a glorified backup um, in, in that in that role, in that regard. Uh, so I think that Alshon pretty much thought that he had the best possible situation coming to Philadelphia. You have a Carson Wentz, you have a guy who is young, uh, he's talented. He's a number two overall pick. He had a really promising 3,600-yard passing season last year, uh, but he didn't have any targets. He didn't have anybody to throw the ball to that would catch it on a regular basis, that would go out and uh, score touchdowns and win ball games. And I think that's what the Eagles did in getting Alshon Jeffrey. The guy can catch. He's a playmaker. He's a highlight reel. And uh, he's going to be a really nice complement to Carson Wentz in this Philadelphia Eagles offense. So, I uh, hats off to Howie Roseman today. I, I think the guy is he is misunderstood sometimes. He's made some questionable decisions over the years with the whole Sam Bradford or, ordeal. Um, you know, ever since he kind of solidified himself into the role after Chip Kelly um, was on his way out, he really has emphasized different things and has really become uh, what Philadelphia needs. And I think as a general manager in Philadelphia. You have to be comfortable with the way that Howie Roseman has handled this team. He knows how to he knows how to cut salaries that are, are, are weighing down the team in, in certain areas. Uh, he knows how to go out and get guys, and I think that is something that you know a lot of the general managers in Philadelphia can learn from. You have a guy like Brian Colangelo, who uh, I have unfortunately not been able to talk on the two one five recently about him. Uh, because of just being busy and stuff but you know we got to get into that at some point uh during this podcast and uh maybe not tonight but eventually uh mostly going to cover a little more eagles here it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode tonight 
Um, but you know, Brian Colangelo, the guy, you know, he's lied. He's he's done things to, you know, really draw uh, Philadelphia fans away from him. He's kind of already shown that he's gonna, uh, you know, do his own process and kind of uh, tank, uh, for a lack of a better word. Um, and uh, that's something that Philly fans definitely do not like, do not want to see, do not want to happen. Um, and uh, they don't like the way that he's been treating the Philadelphia fans. But I think at the end of the day, you got to look at it. It could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, but, you know, you know, um, Ron Hextall, he's been questionable. Matt Klintak, I it's, it's hard to really, you know, I think he's done a good job being a Phillies fan the way I am. But at the same time, you know, there's guys that are going to say, no, he hasn't done a good job. It, you know, they're, they're still losing. They're still, you know, it, it is a process. It is a rebuild. But, you know, at the same time, I think there's, there's not really a general manager in any of these sports and any of these teams that has made a splash over the last two seasons quite like Howie Roseman. I mean, with the way that he went out and he traded draft picks, he traded players and and really went all out and getting Carson Wentz last year um in the free agency uh period this time last year uh trading with the Browns and then this year with the Alshon Jeffrey signing the Torrey Smith signing he, they got a a decent offensive lineman and Chance Warmack they they cut Connor Barwin one of the the a pride of Philadelphia kind of guy one of the guys that fans really look up to they cut cut him out of the equation and save some cap space and now they got to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of the cap space but are they going to cut a jason kelsey are they going to cut a jason peters um i think all uh, there's a lot that can be put into that equation of what was going to happen so um i'm 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 pretty you know to sum it up uh in one little foul swoop here um I, i'm excited for this eagles team i really am um you know, it's interesting because Alshon signed a one-year, $14 million contract. And from what I've heard from reports, from tweets that I've seen on social media from some of these figureheads, uh, it's going to be a one-year, $14 million deal pretty much just to sort it out and see, you know, you know, make Alshon Jeffrey earn every every little cent that he has to make, make him earn it. You know, if he's not going to just ride by with a – four-year five million dollar or a four or five year deal for you know 15 million dollars a year uh and just ride along and and go for the ride and and, and get paid he's gonna if he wants to get paid and he wants to play for this team in the long run and he can see himself there with a future to do something big to maybe win a super bowl which would be a pretty big uh, accomplishment for him you know you know that he's a guy that wants to win championships. I mean, look at the way that he's played. Look at the way that he has uh, composed himself on social media. Uh, he wants to win titles, and I think that he wouldn't have signed in Philadelphia if he knew uh, that he wasn't going to win a championship here. And I think that's something that's got to be got to be said. I think he's going to have a good year this year. You know, maybe even put him up in a Pro Bowl situation and have Carson Wentz. You know, I think that. You know, for at least one year, you gotta look at it. If Alshon Jeffrey plays well this season, there's no doubt in my mind that the Eagles will um, not offer to re-sign him. And I think that he will re-sign. He's not gonna be a guy that's gonna walk, in my opinion, just because 
you have Carson Wentz there. If you didn't have a quarterback and the, you just went there for the money and you went for one year uh, as an Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, I could see you walking after one year, especially if there's a situation that you're not really big on if you uh, had to catch passes from Chase Daniel. But, uh, you know, he's dealt with Jay Cutler over the years and he wanted out of that situation and finally he got out and now he wants to win. And I think that he picked the team that he thought, that Alshon Jeffrey thought, would be the best chance for him to, to succeed, to win to win games, to to be victorious, to get to the playoffs, to get to an NFC Championship game, to go to the Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl championship, to be a fan favorite, um, and all that jazz. So I'm really excited about this deal. I thought Howie Roseman had a great day, a great first day, and really, you know, the free agency period opened at 4 p.m. today. Uh, yeah, 15 minutes later into that, they sign Alshon Jeffrey to this one-year $14 million deal. I was in the car on the way home today. Uh, I was in Bethlehem, and now I'm back uh, in the Reading area. Um, and uh, let me just say that I, I freaked out a little bit in the car. I uh, kind of screamed at the top of my lungs. Uh, maybe it looked a little silly, uh, but, uh, you know, no regrets. I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm excited about this deal. And uh, uh, let me just, I'm just going to reiterate, I will not be getting an Alshon Jeffrey jersey. Uh, <laughs> you can bet your britches that I will not be getting an Alshon Jeffrey jersey. I got a DeMarco, uh, and it didn't pan out for me. Um, so we'll see. But um, I'm excited, and I think it'll be a good uh, deal. So all in all, free agency not even over yet, uh, but I think the Eagles are done at this point. I can't see them making any more moves, especially because money. It's just money. There's not enough. Uh, there's no money uh, left, especially they. I think they're over cap space, so they're going to have to cut somebody. It's going to be a Jason Kelsey. It's going to be a Michael Kendricks, one of those guys. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, expect that. Uh, the Phillies lost today. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about the Phillies. I think spring training has been good for them. Um, they've, uh, really shown that they have a lot of promise. They have a lot of, uh, it, there's a lot of expectations surrounding the Phillies. Um, not maybe not a whole lot. They're not, it's kind of a low expectation kind of year, especially, uh, going into this season. Um, you know, uh, but I've been, ex I've been excited to see, you know, the young guys succeed, uh, to go play their hearts out and, uh, one of the guys that really has uh, has been big for me uh, has got to be uh, I mean, Brock Stassi. You look at him, he had, you know, the three home runs, the couple grand slams, um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see how he plays. Uh, is he going to be a player that could to potentially be have a spot on this Philadelphia Phillies roster um, this season? A possibility, yeah. I could see him being a guy that will be a bench player maybe even op after opening day um depending on if he keeps up the production i don't think that you have any other choice you can't really tell a guy that hit you know 500 or 430 or 400 during spring training that uh over 33 games that he's gonna play in uh m the minor leagues i think you almost gotta entertain the possibility of him you know not starting obviously because there's really not a uh well maybe starting it depends but um you know, is he part of the future plans? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not there yet. I don't think that Brock Stassi is part of the future right now, just because of all the guys that are down there. Um, but I mean, you can't knock the guy for trying to uh, win a spot on the team, especially with the way that he's played uh, this spring. So really, 
He's been probably my highlight, my MVP of spring so far for the Phillies. But uh, a loss today against Atlanta, um, you know, a little tough, or uh, against the Blue Jays, lost to Atlanta yesterday. Uh, it was a 6-4 loss to the Blue Jays today. Eikhoff pitched, struggled a little bit, um, but you get what you get. So uh, it, 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 uh, it is unfortunate. Um, but, you know, the Phillies, a lot of good things. The Sixers play tonight against Portland uh, at 10 p.m., um, and uh, it should be interesting. I, I think Okafor is playing tonight. I'm not positive. Uh, he may not be. I actually have to go soon to uh, do the preview for that game for Sports Talk Philly. Um, but, yeah, so, guys, thank you so much. Uh, the Flyers, of course, they're playing tonight as well. Uh, they've been on a little bit of a winning streak. Uh, but the next time I do a 2-1-5, I will get into the Sixers and Flyers more uh, as we uh, get to uh, the end of both of those seasons. I uh, can't believe it. It's crazy to think that the uh, football football season's over um, now the off season, But basketball for the Sixers is almost over. Flyers season might be over unless they make the playoffs. Uh, but now we're getting into almost primarily baseball. So... I'm going to definitely do a 215 soon. I'm going to get this one up and uh, ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so thank you so much, guys, for tuning in for to another episode of the 215. Don't forget to subscribe now to iTunes. We're on iTunes, guys. I, I made it. I made the big time. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Share. Uh, let your friends know. Let your friends' friends know. Let your colleagues know. Share it. Uh, like uh, on Facebook, uh, the 215 Philly Sports, uh, I think it's Philly Sports Talk, um, and then on uh, Twitter as well, at the 215 Sports. So, um, also, you can follow me on Twitter, at Josh Liddick Talk, uh, and uh, get all your uh, sports updates there. Follow me, do all that fun stuff. So, I'm actually going out to Kutz, or going out to West Virginia to uh, do play by play on radio for. Kutztown's men's basketball team in the NCAA Division II tournament this weekend out in uh, um, Fairmont State, West Virginia. Um, Kutztown takes on IUP, so tune into that on KUR um, on Saturday night. So thanks, guys, again for listening to the 215. It's been a, ple- a pleasure, a blast, uh, and uh, do all the things I told you to do, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, have a good, have a good one, everybody.